Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin. Today, as we continue our series on relationships, we are looking at this relationship between Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. What a story it is of a couple who met in the dark. Jacob didn't get what he had bargained for. He got the surprise of his life when he woke up the next morning because the woman he met was not what he expected. How many of you who are married did not get what you bargained for? You expected one thing in your spouse and you got something altogether different. You may be struggling with your marriage relationship because it didn't turn out like you thought. I want you to know that God is able to help you through whatever you're dealing with in your marriage. So come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. There was a lady who was preparing to bake her Christmas cookies. There was a knock at the door and she went there to find a man whose clothes were old and he was obviously looking for some kind of an odd job during the Christmas season. So she thought she'd help him out a little bit. She says, well, can you paint? He says, yes, ma'am, I'm a pretty good painter. She said, well, there are two gallons of green paint over there and then there's a brush. Then there's a porch out back that needs to be painted. Please do a good job and I'll pay you pretty good for that if you can do a good job. He said, well, yes, ma'am, that'll work for me. It won't take long. She went back to cooking and baking and she kind of forgot about it and then there was a knock at the door and he was finished and she looked at him and it was obvious that he had been painting because he had paint on his clothes. And She said, did you finish the job? And he said, yes, ma'am, I I sure did. She said, did you do a good job? He said, yes, ma'am, I sure did. But lady, there's there's one thing I want to point out to you before I go. And she said, what is that? She said, that's not a Porsche back there, that's a Mercedes. (laughs) Surprises can make you happy, or surprises can make you come unglued. I'm sure there's an untold number of people who, once they were married, were surprised at what they discovered about their mate. Some surprises were pleasant and others were not so pleasant. We have already looked at the biblical account of the relationship between Tamar and Amnon, which showed us how lust leads to sexual assault and abuse within a family. Then we observed how God moved in the life of a widow woman who honored God and was industrious. That was Ruth who found favor with Boaz as he married her. We saw a picture of David as he walked around on the rooftop of his palace. It was the story of David and Bathsheba where David looked up, then he hooked up, and then he covered up. It was an adulterous affair that led to murder. God punished David and God extended grace to him as well. Today we're going to look at the relationship between Jacob and Leah. 
and Rachel. The book of Genesis chapter 29. I want to begin at verse 10. When Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled a stone away for the mouth of the well and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and began to weep aloud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and a son of Rebekah. So she ran and told her father. As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, the sister's son, he hurried to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all these things. Then Laban said to him, you are my own flesh and blood. In chapter 28 of Genesis, Isaac, the father of Jacob, blessed his son and sends him away to find a wife among his people. In chapter 29, as Jacob was settling in at a well, he saw Rachel. He discovered that she was a relative. And Jacob ended up at the home of Laban, his uncle, who welcomed him and asked him to stay. Verse 14 says, after Jacob had stayed with him for a whole month, Laban said to him, just because you are a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel was lovely in form and beautiful. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than to some other man's. So stay here with me. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel. But they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. We find in these verses that after a month, Jacob was in love. After a month of being there at Laban's house and interacting with his family. We also find that Jacob had two daughters. One was Leah. And the only thing we are told about Leah is that she is the older daughter and that she had weak eyes. And I wondered, what did that mean, that she had weak eyes? Did she have a lazy eye? One of them wasn't working good? The King James says she had delicate eyes. Other translations would say she had tender eyes. Why did the writer bring that up when he talked about her, that she had weak eyes, delicate eyes, tender eyes? The King James said that they were tender. They were actually eyes that were visually weak or lackluster. Dull and unimpressive eyes. 
She didn't have the bright eyes, the full eyes, and some commentators even think her eye color was a little light. She didn't have those dark, lovely eyes. That Leah's eyes were compared to Rachel's beauty obviously meant there was no beauty in them and that Leah herself was probably plain in face and form compared to her sister. The other daughter was Rachel who is described as lovely in form and beautiful. Lovely in form. Hmm. And beautiful. Now, not just beautiful, but lovely in form. I don't know. They used to wear those loose garments, so I don't know how shapely she was, but she was lovely to look at. The definition of what is beautiful and attractive usually changes over years and historically. You know, now all of the, the models that you see are almost anorexic. They are 105 pounds and walking down the runway and they're supposed to be beautiful. But when my grandmother introduced me to somebody, she said, you need somebody healthy. <laughs> she said, she's a fine woman. She's, she's healthy. We call them full figure. They thought that that's what you need. But we're told that Jacob was in love with Rachel. And that is the daughter that he wanted to marry. But since he didn't have any money and he didn't have any valuables, he could not conduct the business of getting a wife in that culture because he didn't have anything to give to the father. Normally you would give the father money or valuables and he would use that money to take care of his other daughters that's not married or to be sure that if you send her back, at least she have something. So Jacob made an arrangement to give seven years of his life in labor for this woman. I'll work for seven years for you so I can have her. Seven years. Now some men won't work seven days now today. <laughs> Women, that ought to be a clue that if a man is interested in you, he will work for you. If a man is interested. So if you want to know whether he's a man, he will work. If he won't work, he ain't no man. You need a working man. God gave Adam work before he gave him Eve. So he said... I worked for her for seven years for your younger daughter. And Laban said in verse 19, it's better that I give her to you than some other man. So stay here with me and go to work. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us anything about what occurred during this seven years, but we can speculate. Because think about it, it's seven years now that it's going to go by before we see the next verse happening. And Jacob is working primarily in the field with the sheep. And when we first see the mention of Rachel in the scripture, it is in verse 9, she is attending sheep. So if she continued to keep the sheep, she had some conversation and some interaction with Jacob during that seven years. Now, not marriage, nothing physical, but it wasn't like she didn't see him for seven years. Uh, he was at the house. He was a part of that family. 
So it's likely that she knew that this man was also working with her father because he wanted her and he was willing to pay the price. Every time she saw him, she said, he's working for me. He's working to get me. The reason he's out here, the reason that he's, he's working is because he wants me. And he's sacrificing himself and he's committing himself and he's working, he's giving of his very life. He's not going to get those seven years of his life back. He's doing that for me. Oh, he loves me. And you know what? I love him too. That's the kind of man I want. Knowing what they knew, it is likely that their mutual affection increased for one another. Every time he saw her, he says, I'm working for her. And she says, he's working for me. And he says, she's, she's mine already. This is Pastor Jerry G. Martin. And once again, I certainly hope that you've enjoyed today's broadcast. We've been looking at this relationship between Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. Jacob to work many years so that he could marry Rachel, but he ended up meeting Leah in the dark. It wasn't what he expected. I believe there are some of you who can identify with being in a marriage that wasn't what you expected. I tell you that God is able to help you to work through every difficult circumstance in your marriage, and he's able to bless where you are. If you would like to listen to today's message again or some previous messages, go to our podcast at Light of the World Daily. You can listen to today's message in its entirety, as well as other messages that have aired on this station. If you would like for us to join you in a prayer request, call our prayer line number 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. If you are looking for Christian books, Bibles, church supplies, offer envelopes, communion supplies, visit us at the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call the Beacon, 281 441 2885. Again, that's 281 441 2885. I want to take just a moment to invite you to be my guest at the Light of the World. We'll meet each Sunday at 16161 Old Humble Road. Come and be my guest every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. For more information, you can call us at 281 964 1393 or visit us online at lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.